You're listening to Money Minded, your Central Oregon mortgage and real estate news podcast. I'm your host, Randy Vance, alongside the amazingly awesome Mrs. Heather Lowry. Well, hello. On today's show, we have the Oregon real estate chick and Oregon real estate dude, Larissa and Kevin Darcy with Ingle Vocals Real Estate. It's the first time home buyer special. The four-letter word is turn. Your Central Oregon Mortgage and Real Estate News will be brief today as this show is all about you first-timers. Today is July 15th, 2021. This is Money Minded. So excited for this episode. It's all about the first-time homebuyer. FTHB. Yeah. Some of my favorite people to sell to. Yeah. Indeed. Well, welcome to uh, Season 2, Episode 1. I uh, would like to bring on uh, Kevin and Larissa Darcy from Ingle Vocals Real Estate. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us, you two. We are so excited Thank to be here. Thank you for having us. It's all about the first-time homebuyer, but first we want to get to know you. <laughs> Most guests on our show don't come with their own nicknames, but today you're in for a real treat. They've got the attitude. Please put your hands together for an Oregon real estate chick and her real estate dude, Larissa and Kevin Darcy. So the who, where, what, when, and why of you guys, please. Yeah, so we we actually met in Austin, Texas, and we're kind of from all over the place. We lived in a school bus tiny house that we traveled around the country just looking for a place to call home, and we stumbled across Bend, Oregon, <laughs> kind of by accident, honestly, and um, absolutely fell in love um, with each other, obviously, but, you know, <laughs> with Bend. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> You guys look good on paper, basically. <laughs> no, we get along. Okay. We're all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was just funny because we kept looking for this perfect place to call home, and Bend was it for us. Um, and do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, who? I mean, who are we? I would say we're a dynamic, uh, you know, fun-loving couple that just loves to go and explore everything that Central Oregon has to offer. Uh, really fell in love with the outdoors when we were living in Flagstaff and wanted to kind of take it up a notch with the mountains and being closer to water. So, you know, what better place than Bend, Oregon? And, you know, we're here. Yeah, Flagstaff, Arizona. I actually used to live in Flagstaff, Arizona as well when I was oh, three wow. years old. Nice. Oh, yeah. no way. It's a little mini bend. I, I like it. I still have some family down there. Yeah. 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 You know, we've got Pilot Butte. They've got Sheep's Hill. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> They've got the right. San Francisco Peaks. We've got the Cascades. Absolutely. Did you guys do the Instagram thing where you Instagram your travels? 100%. We did. I think I followed you. Did you really? Uh, seriously. Oh, we Whol- Wholesome Wanderers was, was yeah. what we were named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, that's we had a creepy. big green school bus. Look on, look on your Instagram. I think I stalked you. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I well, love that's, it. that's been a huge part of what's brought us to where we, where we are now. We started this whole marketing journey that I was doing through yoga. I was originally um, Flagstaff yoga chick and then Montana yoga chick and then Oregon real estate chick kind of snowballed out of that and one day kevin looked at me and he was like yeah i should probably or be oregon real estate dude yeah, yeah we decided to go into business so i was like why don't we actually make this a thing and uh yeah. you know that's all awesome. now we're here you yeah. guys are great at what you do yeah love Thank it you. Thank love you. it we love it yeah. we, it's definitely a labor of love it's it feels more of a passion project than it does anything else because we have so much fun doing it there'll yeah. be times where we sit in the car and we'll be driving from showing to showing and think are we working or are we just having a party with an energy drink in the yeah. car <laughs> do you ever go to a house and do yoga while you're showing the house 
before we started together when I was doing open houses and they were really quiet, I was like, I'm going to do a handstand in every house and it's going to be my thing. But, you know, you wear dresses and heels and it gets a little complicated. A little risque. Yeah. For for the open houses, you don't want them walking in and, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, this show's all about the first time home buyer, so let's rein it in children. Um, <laughs> Although I like the visual. It was great. Yeah. Heather's given me too. this look over there like, oh, a handstand in every house. Why didn't I think of that? That's exactly I was, what I was thinking of. Like, I would wait. wear a skirt. I really would. I mean, that's because you're scandalous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she puts him in a Zen space instantly. Instantly. Welcome to this home. Yeah. Breathe it in. If I feel comfortable. Down, no big deal. I feel flexible right now. You're very bendy, Joey. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the first time home buyers. How should they prepare? What should they expect? And who do they contact? Yeah. So, I mean, outside of the obvious, you know, going through pre-qualification, you know, working with a lender, uh, really kind of getting a gauge first off where you stand, what you can buy. Um, I think really having that paradigm shift for the first time home buyer is a huge thing. You know, you're going from this philosophy of being a renter and then taking it to, wow, I'm going to be, you know, a person that's going to you know be owning this home, taking care of it. And one thing that was big with us, I mean, we rented until we were you know, 29, 30 years old and didn't realize how much we were paying out in rent versus, you know, just going ahead and getting a mortgage and actually saving money. So I think having that paradigm shift from, you know, paying the landlord versus paying yourself for something that you own. I think that's a huge first step, you know, for that home buyer. And then, you know, like we said, definitely focus on, you know, the pre-qualifications, your credit, uh, making sure that you've got, you know, that down payment settled. Those are, you know, what I would recommend for the first time home buyer. Okay. And I think it's all about that intention. And once that intention changes and you realize, oh, I can do this and I want to do this, that's the biggest step. And the financials come and you get your your financials figured out and all of that good stuff. But once you have that intention switch, it makes all the difference in the world and you start to see what's really out there and what you can do and how to build your life. Right. So if I'm a first time home buyer, you know, am I just going to the Google you know, like when, you know, when I'm looking for a lender, when I'm, when I'm looking for a real estate agent, right. I mean, it's like, gosh, I have no idea where to start. And, and people tell, tell me this all the time that a lot of times they'll just go to the Google and they'll, they'll find me and we'll have a conversation. We'll, you know, look at what their credit looks like, look at what the payment's going to be, what the down payment requirements are. Um, you know, so a lot of people will do just that, but I, I think it's as simple as that is just kind of getting the ball, the snowball rolling, right? Exactly. It's that they say that the, the hardest part of starting anything is just starting. Right. But once you start to open that door and get your foot in there, everything starts to open up. But definitely contact Randy Vance, only Randy Vance for all of your, <laughs> your lending needs. <laughs> don't go to Google. How about that? <laughs> don't go to the Google. No. I did not I did not pay them to say that. I just love this that you called it ad. the there, Google. There will be a disclaimer at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about etiquette, right? How do I real estate? Is there some major faux pas? You know, as a first-time home buyer, can't I just call the listing agent on every house that I see on Zillow and and promise to work with them? How does it work? Like, give us that idea because I don't want to look like a fool as a first-time home buyer out there. Right, absolutely. So I I, I kind of need to know these things. So I think the first step is to find a lender, so you know what what 
your price ranges so you can start to shop intelligently. Then the next step is to find a buyer's agent, a realtor that you trust, a realtor that you like, that is not only someone who is knowledgeable, but also someone who you trust and aligns with your ideology and really gets what you need. And then from there, you trust that person. Um, But with that, the only way to avoid acting like a fool and not is just not knowing things. So just education, ask questions. And if you're not sure where to start or where to go or what to do, ask, because we will always 100%. We would always love to answer a question before you go and do something silly, like not deposit earnest money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or calling other agents and, you know, the major faux pas, the things to look out for is when we're working with you, we're, we're there going to war for you. You know, we're there for every single question that you have, uh, just kind of piggyback off what Larissa said, just ask, you know, we're, we were new to this. Everyone's new to it at one point. So just get those questions out. Don't be scared to, you know, there's in real estate, there are no dumb questions. Ask whatever comes on your mind. doesn't matter if it's the smallest or the largest thing. That's what we're here for. So this market can also have some challenges. Like you had mentioned, how the hell do you stay so positive? That's a, you know, that's just, I think that just kind of comes down to, you know, really who you are as a person. And I mean, it can be from the agent side, you know, really reinforcing uh, for the first time home buyer that, hey, this is a process, but let's make the process fun along the way. You know, there might be some bumps in the road and um, especially with how crazy the market's been as of recent, you know, first time home buyers have had a little bit of trouble, but the great thing about it now is that we're seeing this, you know, kind of lull in the market. So it's positioning these first time home buyers to really get that fair shot. Mm-hmm. So just instilling that faith that, you know, there are other people in this and uh, we're in it together, you know, you're not alone. And I'm going to piggyback off of that. Um, keeping the faith, it's so important. And it, with that comes confidence. And anytime that we start talking to new buyers or even experienced buyers, we step into every transaction, every offer, every showing with confidence, because otherwise, how do you stay positive? If you walk into a house and say, oh, yeah, well, maybe we can get this. That's <laughs> yeah. not going to help anybody. <laughs> you know, Kevin stole a little of my thunder by answering a question I had not yet asked, which was, is there really anything on this market for the first time home buyer? You know, I, I think you just kind of alluded to oh, yeah. we're starting to see some more things uh, show up on the market. Prediction. I want yours. When do you think first timers are going to get their turn? I think they're starting to get it now. Uh, we're starting to see, we've had a, we were just talking about this in the car. We've had two listings in the last month uh, and they're great listings in Bend and in Prineville and that price point that's, you know, between 250 to 500. That's a great price point for first time home buyers, depending on circumstances. And we put them on the market and we sat there and we're like, yes, this is going to fly. Let's see what happens. And then a day went by and then four days went by and then a full week went by, no phone calls, no showings. And we're like, what is going on here? So we played a little bit of a a little strategy game. We did a little tiny price drop and then we got all the phone calls and all the texts and all the showings. And so what we're seeing is these tired buyers who have been searching for a year and have been turned down. So they're looking for almost 
the low hanging fruit, the, what's been on for a minute that they think that they have a shot mm-hmm. and a chance at, and it's made all the difference. Um, so we'll have one solid offer come through for somebody who's waiting for a really long time, and then they'll step into their first house and they couldn't be more excited. Um, so that's the kind of shift that we're seeing. And I'm not sure if it's just a July summer, we're on vacation thing. And that's why things are slowing down a little bit, or if we're really starting to see it, the curve trend down just a little bit. I, I feel like we're kind of more at the plateau level. We're going to be kind of running, running at the same level. And, and you said something that actually was really interesting to me, buyer fatigue. Is that a real thing? It is a very real thing. Yeah. And it's just wild. You'll have an agent call and the, the, the agents are exhausted too. An agent will call and say, Hey, do you have any offers? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start the conversation. Hey, do you guys have any offers? Struggle's real. <laughs> it is. I, th- I think it's just been a really tough year for everyone, whether you're an agent or a buyer, especially a first time home buyer. Uh, so it's, it's very real, but I think we're starting to see that trend. Yeah. yeah. And as an agent, it's really important that we're asking the question of what are your sellers looking for? So most people are like, do you have any offers? But setting yourself apart as an agent is finding out what the seller is looking for and making the offers appropriately. Obviously you can't talk pricing because you know, that's, that's something that's a huge faux pas, but, um, asking, you know, if maybe a quick move is in, the most appealing or furniture coming with it, or there are, I mean, sellers are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So asking those questions are important. And you guys, I'd imagine do that too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like for those first time home buyers, it's just, it's so intimidating. It was for us, you know, coming into the market with, you know, these people that have been doing this for years and they know, you know, the whole process um, and everything that goes along with it. And I think just kind of instilling with, you know, your buyer when we're structuring a deal that, hey, you don't have to be, you know, the top offer with the most money or anything like that. There's ways to structure the deal. It's going to be advantageous to all parties. Um and I think just kind of letting them know that, hey, there's ways to get creative about this is, you know, a really important thing. And also, just like you said, you know, make sure that when you're speaking with that seller's agent, you just you ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, most of our offers that we've gotten accepted in the last month have not been highest and best. They have been terms. They've been rent backs. They've been and a rent yeah. back is when you allow the sellers to stay for right. another couple of weeks. Or flexibility. Yeah, flexibility and it's just there are so many other things aside from price. And sometimes people just want to sell to a family who needs it, you know, and yeah. a veteran or it's just there's so many other things aside from just cold, hard cash that yep. really affect an offer. So um, I don't know if the two of you have ever been accused of reading ahead before. This has actually never happened on our show <laughs> where you've you've answered the question before it's even there. And that's actually really great. I think there's some uh, some intuition in the room and I really I'm really digging it. Intuition. So now you're talking about how, you know, first time homebuyers can make their 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 offer stand out. Well, new legislation is uh, mm-hmm. taking, uh, I don't know, goes into effect January 1st, where buyers can no longer submit letters to the seller. So let's talk about why that is, what the kind of the good and the bad is of that, and you know what your thoughts are. Yeah, we call them love letters, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is kind of a funny kitsch name, but um, it's because it's a violation of fair housing laws, actually, because it can give buyer is an unfair advantage and can sway the seller. Um, They have been helpful in the past year or so because you get a letter with a cute family and a dog and 
we're moving to Bend from wherever, you know, and the letters are really heartwarming and they, but there are other ways and cleaner ways to get around an accepted offer. Um, so will we miss the letters? Absolutely. But I still think that there are other ways that you can be just as competitive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, like you were saying, just ask the questions, ask the seller, you know, what Mm -hmm. are they looking for? You know, some some sellers agents that we've spoken with, they've actually gotten tired of the love letters. So I kind of think it's a good thing, you know, to to some degree, like, yeah, it's going to be different that, you know, you're not going to hear the the family story and all that. But sometimes that can be, you know, a, a good thing just for the fact that we're going to, you know, just do the rent backs, do the terms that are going to yeah. be more advantageous to the mm-hmm. seller and uh, run it that way. Well, and it's also an opportunity for us to have a very real conversation with the seller's agent too and, and continue that line of communication throughout the process of getting an offer accepted because then you tell the seller's agent, hey, you know, this family is this and they're looking for this and their goals are this uh, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a letter. It just encourages that old-fashioned, let's talk. <laughs> this is, this is why, why our people want this. And to go one further, actually, when a seller's agent receives that, they are prompted to kick it back and have them resubmit the offer. So they're getting very strict with those coming in, especially when those that act goes into play. So we have to be very cautious. Makes it even more important to make sure that you, when you are pre-approved, you know exactly what you're going in with. Go in with confidence, right? You guys, a couple of bullet points just to circle back on. Going with confidence. Get started, right? Get started. If you don't know where to start, you can start anywhere. You can start with the question, how do I start? Yes. Right? And going that that confidence is a real major factor. So uh, we're going to take a total 180-degree turn here on the show. Uh, you guys are awesome. I, you're just always so happy, and just <laughs> I, I I follow you both on Instagram, and I say, and I'm just they're always just so happy, and I'm like, how long have you guys been married? I've been married for four years, four years, four years in and, September. And you guys have been together since you were 14? Yeah, high school sweet. No, we <laughs> met We met in a bar. <laughs> uh, so 15. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I was watching the Chicago Bears game. Larissa came in in her Chicago Bears sweater with, with her a dog. dog. And yeah. I was just like, I am floored. I have to make her my wife. And you know. I was looking for the French fries on the bar table <laughs> that I had ordered. She was not interested in me. <laughs> but he just surprised me. Yeah. But what he a- played it really cool. Um, and, you know, we we got each other's numbers and he texted me 15 minutes later. <laughs> and then uh, we texted for an entire day. And the next day I was like, hey, I'm singing at a jazz bar. You should come. And he's like, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. My friend can't drive me there. Uh, he showed up 10 minutes later. <laughs> Kid you not. And Way to play coy. Yeah. Yeah. Play it cool. Play it cool. Well, I'm a jazz and blues guitarist. So, you know, she's wearing a Chicago bear sweater. Yeah. She's a singer. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> Way to well, play hard to get. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. play. Cool. Let's, let's have a little fun on a game show. It's everybody's favorite game show you've never heard of, where the couples have been married for years and there are absolutely no prizes. It's the Oldie Wed Game. Now here's your host, Randy Vance. Thank you, thank you, thank you. On today's show, we have a couple that's been married for what seems like an eternity. At least that's what he said in his backstage interview. Please give a big round of applause for the Darcy's. The rules of the game are simple. Answer correctly and win nothing. 
answer incorrectly and suffer the ire of your significant other. Darcy's, are you ready to play the oldie wed game? Let's do it. What one word, Kevin, would you use to describe Larissa? Happy. <laughs> and Larissa, what was your answer? Enthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> Close, but no cigar. Mm. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> All right. Uh, whose idea was it to get into real estate? Kevin, what's your answer? Larissa. No. <laughs> it was 100%. No. Wow. <laughs> you thought it was her idea and she thought it was your idea? Well, whose idea was it? You know, we had talked about it for a while. She pulled the trigger on it, though. So I, I, I just got licensed first. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin was in and out. The question wasn't who got their license first. I know. Well, great minds think alike. Yeah. But we, we thought of it together. Yeah. together. What a happy marriage. He gives her the credit. She gives him the credit. Okay. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Larissa, what is Kevin's weirdest quirk? 100% the fact that he remembers the most random song lyrics and will just rap everything that he hasn't heard in like 15 years. Okay. And Kevin says, leaving clothes after stripping down. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. And, And Kevin, what would you say... Larissa's weirdest quirk is. Oh man, it's got to be uh it's got to be the cleanliness of the house. It has to be perfect all the time. All the time and clean. Larissa it, yeah. said that you would say clean freak. Hey. <laughs> hey, we got to say. <laughs> Larissa, what one item of clothing of Kevin's would you like to see removed from his wardrobe? Hmm. He has the shirt. He calls it the party shirt. And he loves this shirt. The party shirt. (laughs) The party shirt? Well, I bought him the party shirt, but then it became the shirt that he wears to showings. (laughs) And it's got. I think I've seen the party shirt. You've seen the party shirt. I've seen the party shirt. shirt. Yes. (laughs) I don't love that shirt. Kevin, what uh, what was your answer? Workout hats. Your gym hats. My gym hats. You hate the party shirt. Yeah. Oh. So you guys are doing so well. I'm you guys are impressed. doing fantastic. Now, what one item of clothing of Larissa's would you like to see? Uh, oh, her her gnarly pajamas that I've been trying to burn in a fire for like years now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My gray sweatpants. Winner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Larissa. To you, what would your spouse say? The best thing is about being married to you. What do you think he would say? I What's think the best thing? Just probably how much fun we get to have together. Yeah. And Kevin, what did you say? Laugh and love. love. <laughs> All right, another win. <laughs> Same question to you, Kevin. What what uh, what would you say is the best thing about being married to Larissa? The exact same thing, and she's my best friend. You know. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. (laughs) With a smiley face. (laughs) Well, that's been the end of everyone's favorite game show. Congratulations. You win absolutely nothing. Thank you. It sounds like a party shirt might be going in the, Uh, and some sweatpants are going in the garbage. Mm, That's been the oldie web game. (laughs) All right. Some spoon fed batting practice for you guys. Uh, Same question I ask all of our guests. Are you taking on new clients? And what's the best way to get a hold of you? 
Absolutely. We are taking on new clients, especially first time home buyers. Again, we love working with first time home buyers for that education standpoint and really walking you through the whole process. Uh, the best way for clients to reach us is just to reach out to our Instagrams. Again, Oregon Real Estate Chick and Oregon Real Estate Dude via the hashtag or just find our handle um, and just give us a call, send us a message, reach out to us in whatever way feels best for you and we'll be there. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. Please uh, stick around for the four-letter word. The four-letter word. Today is turn, as in the market will turn. When is my turn? When will first-time homebuyers get their turn? So, Heather, when do you think the market will turn, or have we turned? Actually, this is a great market for buyers and sellers currently, because we're seeing that release of inventory. So there's more inventory, little lessening on the uh, multiple bids, uh, a little lessening on the uh, higher price ranges, cash is king theory. We're starting to see the conventionals open up. We're starting to see VA be a possibility in bidding. So like they were saying, it is a, a nice opening for new time home buyers currently. Right. So speaking of first time home buyers, um, Darcy, since you're still with us, uh, what area of Central Oregon are you seeing is opening up the most? And I think I know the answer. Believe it or not, I'm saying uh, I'm saying Prineville. I, I really think that Prineville is going to be the next area to pop. There is uh, all these things happening out there. You're starting to see the the food trucks. So whenever you see food trucks in an area, <laughs> then you know it's about to pop off. Like you know it's going to happen. Um, Redmond is Redmond is great. I we we live in Redmond, and you know that's always going to be a good area with the access to Bend. Um, but Prineville is is where my money's at. Okay. Prineville it is. So you're still seeing some homes where, or some offers where, you know, a three and a half percent down FHA or hundred percent financing USDA might have a chance of getting accepted. Yeah, absolutely. We've had two listings with offers from FHA that have gotten accepted. Fantastic. And you know, the fact that we're kind of a zoom nation now and, and most people can work remotely, especially for those who can work remotely that are looking to buy their first home. Prineville is a great option. And I'll tell you, it's a beautiful beautiful little town and you have all the things that you need there yeah. and um you know what's great about primal is you can go to redmond for dinner if you don't want to deal with the bend traffic or you can go to bend for dinner ben, ben's just a little bit further drive but you know you're kind of centrally located you can just pick either or mm -hmm. that's what i love about primal um next question which i'm gonna ask and answer myself is have we turned the page on low credit low money down loan options and I feel like we are turning that page. We're seeing the markets open up and investors uh, kind of relax their underwriting guidelines. Um, as we're coming out of COVID, I feel like we have turned the page a little bit in the fact that we're seeing lower credit scores, uh, lower credit score, lower down payment loan options. So, mm -hmm. you know, it used to be some people would say, no, our min minimum credit score is 680. And then it went down to 640. Then it went down to 620. And now it's down to, you know, FHA is essentially 500 if you can get, if you can get an automated approval. Um, you know, so credit score requirements have definitely gone down. Uh, low money purchase options still for, for USDA, you're going to have to maintain a minimum credit score. Um, um, it's going to be 620 to 640, and uh, Joey can get me on the errors and omissions on our next show. Mm -hmm. I'll have that for you. I don't want to just shoot from the hip and give you the wrong information. So um, what you're saying is it's easier to buy currently. Correct. Yes. 
So it just, it reminds me for those of us who have been around since the crash, uh, you know, what now it's been 13, 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, there were a lot of liar loans. There were a lot of the stated income, stated asset, no doc loans, right? If you just predatory lending. Yep. If you had a credit score, you could get an 80, 20, 100% financing all day long and everybody was doing it. Uh, Now we're seeing that these loans are more qualified. First time home buyers uh, right now, average credit score across the nation for first time home buyers, higher than it's ever been. They're more qualified than ever. So those who are just now starting to get into the idea of buying their first home, I feel like now really is the time, especially going into fall before before we see school go in. Now's the time for first time uh, first time home buyers. Um, I think the heat is also you know, playing a factor to the heat and the smoke that we have in central Oregon definitely plays a factor. I've lived here since 1989 and I cannot remember a longer, hotter summer. You want yeah. to say something? Yeah. So the main difference between the crash back in the day is the predatory lending. This is the safest for the first time home buyer as well, because we're not seeing that predatory lending. Right. So they're set up for success, which yeah. is great. You're getting a fair shake. Um, you, you know, down payment options, there are more down payment assistant options now than there were back then. Right. And uh, yeah. And, and so, you know, yeah, you're still going to have to qualify. You're still going to have to, you know, essentially fit inside the lending box that the, the lender wants you to fit in. Uh, but there are more options for you. There's now. more boxes, people. Yeah. So speaking of the heat, totally out of left field, turn down the heat. Kevin, I hear that you're not a big fan of the hot weather. You know, I spent uh, I spent so much time in Texas and Atlanta and all of it. I got I got tapped out from the heat. That's why we that's why we moved to the mountains. But the the great thing about Central Oregon is you don't have that humidity. So you know it can be 100 degrees and you go in the shade and and we're hanging out. So I'm not a huge fan, but. Uh, it's it's definitely better than 100% humidity yeah. in, in Georgia, you know. <laughs> Summer is my least favorite season, just in case really? anybody wanted to know. Spring is my favorite and then fall and winter. But I am a cold I'm a cold weather guy. I really am. I like yeah. the cold weather. And I don't know if it's just because I have an extra 50 pounds of insulation than most people do. <laughs> um, I just prefer the cold weather. I really do. I mean, I, I think a, a trip to Alaska in the winter sounds more exciting than a trip to Bermuda in the yes. summer. Yes. Let's do really? It. Absolutely. Hands Total down. Opposite. Opposite. All day, every day. All right. To the singer, Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds, also known as the Ecclesiastes song. Don't Turn Around by Ace of Bass. That one's got my earmark on it. And Turn the Page, Metallica. Which of the three? Probably the birds. The birds? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about... I was really going with... Don't Turn Around. Yeah, that was so good. What uh, about... Ace of uh, Bass. Turn Down for What? Oh. <laughs> turn Down for What? Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, would it when, when you guys were talking about, like, where, you know, buyers are at... I was actually going to ask a question about about interest rates. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with with the Fed thinking of raising interest rates in 20, 2022, it was twenty twenty three. Do you think that that would have you know an adverse effect on the buyers coming into the market, or do you think it's going to be the same throughout because they're you know they're more qualified, they have better protection? Um, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that, Mister Intuition. Just let the show happen, bro. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait for the mortgage news, bro, because uh-huh. we're getting there, man. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, that's a really good question. I'll, I'll go ahead and answer it now. But I mean, I'm just blown away by how much intuition there is in the room today. 
Like this, sh- this show has already actually happened. I'm just now experiencing it. You guys already recorded it. We dropped it. I'm running like, Exception. I'm running like, exactly. I'm running three minutes behind. So, you know, we're going to talk about rates when, when we get into the mortgage news, but you know, they're the lowest they've been right now in five months, five, six months. Uh, the market's been really volatile. We'll get more into that. Um, but, you know, you're looking, you know, you're looking in rates from the twos, the, the high twos to the low threes. In some government loans, you're looking at the low twos for a 30-year fixed. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. That's been the four-letter word. And now with this week's Central Oregon Real Estate Market Update, the absurdly talented Mrs. Heather Lowry. I'm going to wait a little bit. <laughs> it's fire season, therefore asthma is kicking in. But the great thing is we have the word of the day for real estate is going to be plateau. Plateau, otherwise known in Spanish as mesa. It means that we are seeing those numbers plateau. They're leveling out, which is not a bad deal. It's a great deal for first-time homebuyers. Go over a quick couple of numbers. Winner of the highest medianless price. Bend with almost $1.5 million. Median, you said? Median list price. Holy cannoli. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's real, people. Yeah. Struggle's real. Kicking on the heels is going to be sisters with almost $1.2 million. <laughs> Median, and this is active on the market. The new list price are, uh, prices are adjusted. Uh, Ben's new list price is just a touch under that 1.5, so it's really impressive that that's holding. Longest days on market, sisters with 1.5 million range at 154 days on the market. So they segment the market by pricing, the huge price fields. So that one is the largest days on market. Average days in Deschutes County. And this is for affordable homes. What we're seeing as far as the, uh, the pricing that's more affordable 14 days on the market. Wow. So would you say, what, like three to 600,000? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Around four, 450. 14, okay. that's great. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then Plateau, I'm going to hit that word again because it's fantastic. Plateau. Drink every time you hear Heather say Plateau. Plateau, Plateau, Plateau. <laughs> so we're Try to stick around for the end of the show. <laughs> this is a great lesson in supply-demand. Um, there again, we're seeing the... Inventory that's the highest showing the prices rising. The inventory that's showing the lowest is seeing that plateau. Hmm. So it's really interesting. Once again, we're going to be seeing these homes adjust cyclically, in my opinion, uh, come fall. So we'll see those people that have been moving, wanting to move, that have children, that it's not convenient, that don't want to move in the snow, taking their homes off the market. So then we'll see prices rise again, I anticipate, if nothing in the market really shifts a ton. I don't want to kill it over the supply and demand. However, one important piece and one thing that a first-time home buyer should know is that the median rent price is $2,700 per month. Mm. So what that means is it is more affordable to purchase than it is to rent. And that is all I got for the Central Oregon Real estate update. Thanks, Heather. And with your Central Oregon Mortgage News, I am Randy Vance. Did you lock at the latest bottom? 
Yeah, me neither. As we record this show, the average rate for a 30-year fixed is up to 3.09%, two basis points worse than last week's low, but still incredibly low. Uh, the five-month low might not be here for too long, says a 15-year. It's also up two basis points to 2.55%. And jumbos are just a piece of pie, down four bips to 3.14%. In some cases, you're getting a better rate going with jumbo, maybe putting a little less money down than you are with conforming. Isn't that wild? That's right. Uh, Current nationwide inventory is down 44% year over year, but it's up 22% since the low in April. Bet on the winning horse, you newbies, and get ready to throw your hat in the ring. Next stop, Homeownersville. Yes, that is actually a town in your future. Fannie Mae posted on their website last week that the Fed remains patient on their tapering timeline as the labor market tightens, uh, tightness persists, another indicator that the gates are opening slowly and a drip can easily become a waterfall. Now, here are the interesting stats of the day. 40%, excuse me, 48% of companies hiring right now are offering some sort of signing bonus. Yep. 48%. Mm. 43% of those are offering more paid time off. The number that really stands out to me, mm-hmm. 40% are offering better job titles. <laughs> We're going to play to your ego, not your wallet. Wow. You can be the senior AVP of yeah. this. With potential. With potential. To make more. But it just goes to show you, 40% are offering better job titles. So I think people just want, they want their respect and their money. Those are some telling stats. And that is your Central Oregon Mortgage News. Errors from our last show read by me, your producer. Obi-Wan was wearing a Tatooine robe, not a Muslim robe. Heather. Jeez. You are, you can are I, forgiven. Can I jump in on the Star Wars thing? So yeah. The, the Darcy's didn't get to hear last week. Um, I'm, I'm more of a Trekkie. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I just never have been. And our, our last week's guest was all about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And I felt like you guys were speaking another language. I'm sorry. And so I'm actually going to make it, and I'll let the show know as we go on throughout the year, but I'm going to make it, I, I'm going to make some effort to watch some of the Star Wars movies. Hmm. I'm, I'm completely, I, I, I'm in the dark. I have no clue. It's like, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. I never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. <gasps> what? As soon as I heard there was a lot of male nudity in there, I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I never saw Game of Thrones. Mm-mm. But I'll tell you, the the most awkward thing that I had was I was uh, meeting with a group of folks, I want to say 60, 70 years, uh, 60, 70 years old earlier this week, and I brought out the resurgence of Dexter. I was like, hey, did you guys hear that, that Dexter's making a comeback? And there's a room of like a dozen people. And I had to then describe that it was a serial killer who kills serial killers and other bad people. And it completely took all of the air out of the room. And I exited quietly, quietly, slowly. Why would you think that the darkest television show in the history of the world would quiet a room? I don't know. I thought it was, I, I liked the show. I like hero killer show. You want to be my friend? <laughs> True story. The first dog Quinn and I got, his name is Dexter Morgan. Oh. Yeah. I really like Dexter. I really enjoyed today's show. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Uh. Kevin, 
Larissa, thanks so much for joining us um, on Money Minded. This is great. First time home buyers, I hope that you got what you came for. One more time, you want to give us your handles? Oregon Real Estate Dude. And Oregon Real Estate Chick. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, you guys. Happy to have you guys on. You're awesome. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at info at moneyminded.us. Boots and pants and boots and pants. And boots and pants and boots and pants. Just boots, no pants. Boots and pants. Just boots, no pants. Just boots, no pants. You know that I actually wrote the theme music <laughs> did you for really? this show? No, you didn't. I did. That's great. Wow. Those are my so beats. Good. Great job. Thanks. Yeah. Is that a centaur? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Thank you for tuning in to Money Minded. My name is Randy Vance, and I'm a mortgage loan originator. The topics on our show are wide-ranging, and any time I give my opinion or analysis of the mortgage world, it is considered licensed mortgage activity by the CFPB. Therefore, I must share with you my unique identifying license number, NMLS 1455628, equal housing opportunity. This is not a commitment to lend.